0: What is going on, everybody? Zach back here with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. And here on today's episode, we're going to have a couple NFL topics to discuss. This should be pretty entertaining. I think you might hear a rant with one of them. And we're going to preview the college football playoff games, uh, mainly just previewing one game, uh, since we all know what's going to happen in the other game. But still, we'll talk about them. And this is the last week of the Lockboard, so... The final locks of the year are going to be made for the first edition of the lock board. I'm excited to see how that turns out. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see some new pictures. Obviously, I'm <laughs> happy with Trevor Lawrence. So uh, now let me introduce you to the rest of the crew.
1: What's what's going on, y'all? This is Eric, your ranting co-host here. And... uh As Zach said, there will probably be a rant for me tonight, so be ready for that, and uh, even though I'm most likely not going to win the logboard, I'm excited to see what happens with the final week, and uh, excited to bring you all these topics, guys.
2: What's going on, guys? It is Connor, the co-host with The Most, and uh, not a... Fantastic week for me in football. Thankfully the Steelers are back to their winning ways, but uh, seems like the lockboard might have just slightly slipped out of my reach. Uh, Definitely still in it, but it's not going to be as close as it was uh, earlier in the year, but I'm excited to talk about the topics later on tonight and even get to some college football a little bit later on.
3: What's up, guys? It's Nate here. Uh, Not the best week for me on uh, football either um looks like the pats are um taking another tough loss tonight but um looking forward to talking about uh what we've got in uh planned out for a night so it should be a fun uh show here we just talk about the last uh, couple weeks of football left trying to enjoy that while we still got it
0: yeah definitely um for nate eric and myself our favorite teams we'll see them one more time next week and then We'll have to wait a long time to see them again. Connor's team, obviously, (laughs) will still be playing. I've got
2: the bragging rights there this year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nate still had his team in the playoffs last year. This time it's your team. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to go around the shield, back to around the shield. It's been a couple weeks since we've um, talked about the NFL, but uh, this is the best time of the year for the NFL. And uh, with the playoffs starting next week, we will have more Playoff coverage in our episodes. We're going to go away from the NBA for a bit and just stick purely on the NFL since there's going to be so much going on. But um, until then, we're still in the NFL regular season. So we'll talk about some non-playoff topics here. And one of them, we'll start out with this one uh, first. Um, I know Eric probably is dying to talk about it. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I'll, I'll try and read this tweet by jeremy shapp um
1: i well exactly if, if you can't if you can't read it it's okay as you can see if you're looking at this on youtube these words were very poorly written and organized <laughs> well, this sentence structure and everything. <laughs> like it, it's not going to make much sense so if, you, if you're having trouble reading this i understand
0: I'm I'm going to try and read it in like a Jeremy Schaap voice as best I can, because if anybody's ever watched like outside the lines, you'll know it's like Jeremy Shap, ESPN, like he talks <laughs> enough. <laughs> so uh, so that's what I'm going to try and do um, to the best of my ability. Not the funniest voice I've heard on ESPN, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so. So. All right. All right. Here we go, guys. So this is what he said. Uh, I think this was yesterday or maybe today. Uh, it was yesterday after the Jaguars obviously clinched the number one pick. Uh, this is what he said. As I have said many times before, fairly recently too, we shouldn't reward the best team in the NFL with the top pick in the draft. Jacksonville doesn't deserve Trevor Lawrence. The Jags deserve relegation. NFL should change the way draft orders decided now. And then this is... um." A quoted retweet from Chris Mortensen saying, Take away the draft pick. As he retweeted a tweet that the Jaguars posted in, I think, June of uh, Trevor Lawrence's custom jersey thing that they did, where fans could ask for anybody's any number and put any name on a teal jersey and they would uh, make it and tweet it out for them. It was just a fun thing back in June that you could get whoever, whatever you wanted and someone did a Lawrence 16 and he saw that and retweeted it. It got brought up back in Twitter. But the thing with Twitter, man, you have to look at the dates on some of these things because sometimes you will read something and be like, what? But then you look at the date and it's from several years ago or the time doesn't make sense. Um, So he got got, as they say, um, where he got fooled by thinking the Jags actually posted the picture of Trevor Lawrence <laughs> after the game. Um, so then he said, take away the draft pick. And then in response, Jeremy Schap said what I just said, read. Uh, so obviously um, we're going to talk about, should the draft uh, be changed in any way, or is it perfect the way it is? Because the way it is, is essentially uh, the worst team gets the best pick, and it's the there's no lottery, there's just nothing, it's just complete standings at the end of the year after the playoffs. The standings they are what they are, and that's what the draft is. And there's tiebreakers, um, that makes sense. I think there's I don't think there's anything wrong with the way the tiebreakers are, but uh, basically, the question is is there anything you would want to change about this draft Beca- because, um, some people say tanking is bad and everything. And, um, personally I'm on the side of don't change it because I don't, I think it's great the way it is now. I mean, um, I don't like the lottery system and that the worst team doesn't get the best pick because you can have a team that was pretty good, get the number one pick. And then a team potentially that goes and 16, uh, doesn't get the first overall pick, to me, they're, that means they're clearly the worst team. They need the most help possible, and it's unfair not to give them that pick. Um, so I'm in the camp of don't change it. I think it's perfect. I don't like the NBA lottery. It's a fun, entertaining program to watch. But if I'm a fan, it's way too stressful to have your fate determined by luck. Um, I would rather it be just pure standings the way it is. Um, and also with the NFL too, I, per, I really don't think there's tanking going on because obviously we've said that we've talked about tanking before, but players and coaches don't tank because they need to look good for their next job. Obviously they're worried about their own security. They're not worried about who's going to come in next year with the number one overall pick. Um, so players and coaches aren't trying to lose as much as it seems like it. They're just bad. <laughs> Um, and then also too, it's only a 16 game schedule. So it's not like, um, it's not like a, I'm trying to think of the way to say this, like in the NBA, you know, you might know a month ahead of time who the worst teams will be. Um, but in the NFL that can change so quickly with only 16 games. So I'm in the camp of don't change it at all. Um, perfect the way it is, but Connor, let me hear your thoughts. If they echo what I said, or if you think there should be any tweaks to the way the draft's done.
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely echo your thoughts. I think that to bring in a draft lottery I don't think would be a good idea because you hit it right on the head by saying that, you know, the team that comes in last really does need the most help. And I agree that tanking really isn't an issue in the NFL. I mean, there have been some questionable things that have been done, like, you know, kind of like what the Jaguars GM did earlier this year where, like, they got rid of Leonard Fournette for nothing. And then, like, I can't remember some of the other moves they made. Um just like giving away all these players, mm-hmm. but it's just something you don't see too often. And like you said, coaches and players aren't trying to tank. Like, you know, if coaches and players were trying to tank, then the Jets wouldn't have two wins right now. They would still be 0-15. Yeah. Um, like, they because, you know, they had a lock on that uh, number one draft pick until they won that game over the Rams, and then obviously further cemented not having it by winning against the Browns la- this past week. So, um, yeah, it's... To do a draft lottery, I mean, I think it's absurd that like, even though obviously it would be like a really low chance, um, you know, for some team. But obviously, it could happen that in a hypothetical scenario, like say the season ended today, a team like the Colts or the Cardinals could end up with the number one pick mm-hmm. in a draft lottery scenario. Like I said, obviously it wouldn't be a high choice, but like, would you? Really, would that really be fair to give a team that's like ten and five the number one pick over a team who's one in fourteen? Like that's that seems pretty pretty drastic and again like i said it's not a high high percentage point but you know it's just it would shaft a lot of teams honestly that because even like you talk about the number one pick um those teams that have a chance of getting the number one pick even though they have a low chance of getting a number one pick they still have a decent chance of moving up in the draft from where they were like you know the colts or the cardinals would have a possibility of moving ahead of teams like the lions or the broncos or teams like that who really need the help when you know there's teams that are on the fringe of making the playoffs getting better draft picks than him, which I, I don't understand, I think that's garbage, honestly. So, yeah, I definitely agree that they should keep uh, the draft the way it is. Um, I don't know what Jeremy Schaap is trying to get at here, he's probably a Chiefs fan or something, like thinking that the Chiefs should get the number one draft pick. But
0: oh, yeah, uh, he it, yeah, he did post a video saying that the Super Bowl champion should get the number one draft, yeah. Pick because- the winner should be rewarded. That's right. What said.
2: Yeah. is just an absurd concept. I mean, like those teams don't need to be getting like a prospect. I mean, that's the thing. The funny thing too, that you think about it though, like even if the chiefs had the number one draft pick, like they're not taking Trevor Lawrence, like these teams don't need these players. Like, these quarterbacks that are supposed to come in to like change teams. Like they don't need them. They've already got tons of all pros and tons of superstars. Like it's, You know, the only incentive for them to take someone like Trevor Lawrence would be to just, like, screw everybody else, which would be even more garbage. But then that's screwing
0: Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Right, yeah. um... (laughs) It's also
2: screwing Trevor Lawrence because, you know, he'd be playing behind Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's not going to start over Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, it's a good way for to help try and make the league more even because I think the NFL has done a good job of that. Um, You know, we were talking before about college football, how they, you know the teams that do really good in a way that's kind of the way it is in college football. Cause like the teams who are really good always get like the best recruits and stuff. It's not the other way around. Like the teams that suck it don't get good players. So it's always the same, you know, five or six teams that are always competing up there for the playoff spots. Whereas in the NFL, I feel like, you know, not really counting the Patriots, I guess, because they've had a whole bunch of Super Bowls. but like for the most part, there's been a lot of diversity in the teams that have like, you know, it changes. Um, You know, pretty well every fan of every team can say they've seen their team be in the playoffs over the course of the last 10 years, just about. So, um, you know, it's not like the Jaguars and the Jets are always at the bottom and the Patriots and the Steelers and Packers are always at the top. Like they have off years, too. So, yeah, I definitely think you should keep it the way it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nate, um, do you want to add anything or do you disagree at all?
3: Um, no, I basically agree with everything you guys said. I mean, I don't see any reason to change the way the NFL draft order is. And, um, I think it'd be interesting to see if in an alternate world, if the Jets had won, you know, or I quote unquote won, and, you know, lost more games than the Jags, yeah. got the pick, if they'd be, you know, having the same, uh, argument against it. Cause everyone, you know, had have been calling Trevor Lawrence to, uh, New York for, months now and had the you know the jerseys and everything and uh, it's the mm-hmm. jag it's kind of funny that we're getting these kind of uh articles and <laughs> tweets and stuff but but um <laughs> yeah other than that i I agree with everything you guys said um, um
0: yeah all right all right let's unleash eric uh, <laughs> eric eric you're on yeah. Unleash uh, um, the beast.
1: First of all, are we sure that like Donald Trump didn't hack Chris Morrison's account with this take away the draft pick? I mean, that sounds like something he would tweet. Like that—that yeah. was the first thing I thought when Zach showed me this. I was like, take away the draft pick. Well, what for? What for? What reason? Oh, because oh, June. 8. Some guy wanted a... There's fraud, jersey. there's fraud. It, it, it's fraud, it's fraud. <laughs> New York's going to find more votes, you know? Okay, whatever, you know. And But this is the thing, man. In terms of this whole Jeremy Schaap thing, first of all, ESPN's a joke. I, I, I haven't liked ESPN since I was a kid. When I was a kid, ESPN was so cool with Sports Center, and they showed highlights from every single game of, that had happened the day before. You saw everything. Now, SportsCenter is like, let's talk about LeBron James and Tom Brady, and we'll show you a and couple. LeBron of James, and <laughs> oh yeah, oh oh, and then, oh, and then don't forget about LeBron James's triple double he got last night. <laughs> like they're, they're, that's all they talk about is just a couple stars or a couple storylines, and you don't get any. I don't. Know, I don't even know where that came from. That's a whole other topic. I get this. Seeing these ESPN people tweet this stuff when they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. I mean, first of all, for the person that Zach was talking about that said that the Super Bowl winning team should get the first pick. Okay, so that, so your strategy of making the league be fair and balanced and competitive is giving the team that won the Super Bowl, that has the best players, the first overall pick. Are you kidding me? That is so dumb. Because like Connor was saying, they're not going to draft Trevor Lawrence. But what they will do is they'll say, oh, OK, um, you know, Jaguars, Jets, you know, teams like y'all that could really, uh, you know, use Trevor Lawrence. Uh, why don't you give us, uh, you know, your next three first and second round picks and then you can have the number one overall pick and get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, OK, so instead of just being able to draft Trevor Lawrence, we would have to give up like six future picks to draft him. Because that's what the Chiefs would do if that had happened. Like, if they win the Super Bowl this year, that's what would happen if they had the number one overall pick. Or last year, when they did win the Super Bowl and Joe Burrow was the top candidate, they would have made the Jags or Jets or Bengals or some other team mortgage their futures to get Joe Burrow. Like, no thank you. That's stupid. And then also, with the NBA draft lottery system, like, if they were to implement something like that, like Connor said then it's a possibility that the worst teams don't get the first pick and a team that's actually pretty good ends up getting the top pick and then they can still get the best players. And that's not fair either. Or maybe another team that was really good but had a bad season because of a bunch of injuries. Like, maybe they finished near the bottom, but you know that they're a better team. They just had a lot of bad injuries and that's what hurt them. So you know they're still a good team, but then they still get the number one pick. Like, that's not cool either. I don't understand where this is coming from and the only thing I can honestly think of is that these people are mad that a small market team like Jacksonville is now the team that's going to have the number one overall pick instead of a larger market instead of a larger market team like New York and that's what it is and I've seen people and they're like Well, oh, I cannot believe that poor Trevor Lawrence is going to be punished by having to go play for a crappy team (laughs) like Jacksonville. Okay. First of all, the Jaguars on paper have a better team than the jets. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. If you're Trevor Lawrence, would you rather be handing the ball off to James Robinson or Frank Gore? Okay. Like (laughs) let's be real.
0: Okay. The Jaguars have better receivers. If he's even around next year. Yeah. yeah, He'll be around. I don't, I don't think he'll ever retire, but who who knows, (laughs) who knows,
1: man. But like, or some un- some yeah nobody behind Frank Gore. Which one does he rather hand the ball to? Would you rather go to a team with a young core of receivers like with Lavisca Chenault, and DJ Chark, or would you rather go throw it to uh, Rashad Pierman or whoever whoever the Jets? Jamison like Crowder. Jamison Crowder. <laughs> oh, that's an exciting name. Yeah, that's who I want to throw the ball to. Like, and then also I think Trevor Lawrence is going to enjoy the weather in Jacksonville a lot better then he's going to enjoy the weather in New York. Also, I think he's going to uh, really enjoy in Jacksonville, where he doesn't won't have to pay a dime in state taxes, whereas in the state of New York, state taxes are insane. So I think he's going to enjoy getting to hold on to you know, some of his extra millions of dollars. I think he's going to enjoy that. So to say that he's being punished by going to Jacksonville is just, just an absurd joke. And then I just, I don't know. And then I saw someone on Twitter that was like, well, the thing is, it shouldn't be about, you know, teams getting a certain spot in the draft order or doing a draft lottery. Trevor Lawrence should just be able to sign wherever he wants. Oh, okay. So you want it to be like the NBA where all these players, like when they become free agents, they collude with each other and they buddy up and all go and join forces together and make a super team because I think that's what would happen with all of these college players when they go in the NFL. And you would
0: have left. you would have professional Alabama, you would have professional Clemson, professional Ohio State, professional yeah, you don't Oklahoma. <laughs> it would be I mean, those teams. Like it you would. Don't be- think-
1: you don't think Trevor Lawrence and like all the other Clemson studs that are going to go in the draft in this year are going to be like, hey, let's um, let's all go sign for the same team together. You you don't think that's going to happen? Or even if Trevor Lawrence, like you know, you know the star like Trevor Lawrence who is a huge name, you know, players on every team in the NFL are going to be contacting him. Hey, come join our team. Come join our team. <laughs> and that that that's what's going to happen. I mean, it just. Or or you want to give him a free choice so that even if he doesn't collude with anybody, you just want to give him a free choice so he can, you know, go sign with like New England and be with Bill Belichick and – have New England in the next 10 Super Bowls again like sorry Nate I know <laughs> <laughs> or or go to a team that's really stacked that has like a aging veteran quarterback like the Steelers the Saints or uh the Bucks like somebody where he'll be the starter within a year and then have a stacked team around him instead of going to a team that needs help rebuilding i mean th- this whole thing is just so stupid like all these people saying that i s- and i swear it's because jacksonville is a smaller city i've never heard anything like this coming out with a team getting uh, i've never seen so many people so salty about a team getting the number one draft pick in the nfl until now yeah, like when like when maybe, cleveland got it for like the 500th time or like when yeah. the rams got it <laughs> like. yeah i mean maybe like when like the most recent team went Owen 16 like people were like oh it, you should meet maybe like there was a little ruckus or a couple people online. But when, when the Bengals got the number one draft pick last year and everybody knew Joe Burrow was coming out into the draft, no one was like, oh, Cincinnati should not be allowed to get the number one overall pick. Take away the pick. Uh, they have fans <laughs> well, uh, there that made Joe Burrow jerseys. Take away the pick. Like, I, you didn't hear any of this stuff. Dude. <laughs> it's such a joke, dude. I ESPN is a joke. Just like when I had that rant about – LeBron and the sports media how they portray him a few months ago that was all about that was all directed at ESPN I can't stand any of them Jeremy Schaap I hope you listen to this and I know you can you can come at us and you can say oh y'all don't have that many viewers or that many followers like well the only reason why you're even relevant is because you have a big company in ESPN backing you
0: because without, ha- without his that- dad he got the job because of his dad too his dad yeah. was like a, a long time. See, I didn't even know that. And...
1: Honestly, I didn't even know who Jeremy <laughs> Chap was. When you said, like, I know who Chris Mortensen is, and I, I used to be okay with them until I saw this <laughs> crap. But, like, so he's fallen even farther down the list. I didn't even know who Jeremy Chapp was. I was like, okay, I, I don't watch national sports media. This, this is the reason why I don't, because it's stupid takes like this. Like, you're trash. He's okay. obviously trying to be the next well, Stephen
0: I... A.
2: Or Skip Bayless or something like that. <laughs> he
0: try. He's trying to be. But I did retweet and quote this uh, right before the podcast. I said, okay. um, "I said retweet this if you think Jeremy Shap should be relegated from ESPN because he said <laughs> he said the Jags <laughs> deserve relegation." So Jeremy I I said, Schapp. "I said yeah. I think he deserves to be relegated from ESPN like for saying this." Like Zach's got <laughs> the best trash talk
2: in the group always. <laughs> take,
1: take Jeremy Shap and relegate him to ESPN8, the Ocho, okay? <laughs> Get him out of there, okay? And that's the other thing, too, about that tweet that we didn't even mention yet. Like, they don't even do relegation in the NFL. That's not a thing. There's no, like...
0: But, of course, the Jags are the first team they think of to say something like that. <laughs> Yeah, you,
1: I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, I admit, okay. Obviously, in the last ten years, other than twenty seventeen, the Jaguars have not been good. Okay, obviously,
2: we all know they were pretty this. good in two thousand seven too. They beat the Steelers <laughs> in the playoffs. Well, I said, well, yeah, I said ten years, but you know, oh, that, ten that, years. But still,
1: but still, <laughs> since the Jaguars became a team in nineteen ninety five, I don't know the exact number, I'd have to like really dig deep and look at all the conference. They haven't been the worst games. of history.: I, We've been to more conference championship games since we became a team in 1995 than a pretty good chunk of NFL teams. So I don't want to hear this crap about like, oh, they should be relegated, you know? Because uh, there's
2: <laughs> team. yeah, seriously. Yeah. When was the last time a team like the Browns or the Lions went to a conference yeah. championship? Or like... The
0: Dallas Cowboys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and then and then Susan, you didn't hear that, you know? Like, but so I mean, yeah. I have to. I, I hate it for my dad too, but the Buffalo
1: Bills, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like. You want to say that we're tanking, but out of the 14 losses the Jags have so far, eight of our six of our losses, so about half of them, were decided by one score or less. It's not like we were getting beat 52 to nothing every game. I know the last two games they got beat pretty bad, but like most of the Jaguars games this year, they've been competitive. It's not like we're out here getting destroyed every single game. Like they're they were trying. To win the game like as zach and connor and native all said like players and coaches don't tank they don't want to get fired they don't want to get replaced by somebody else like they they want to win oh, man. Yeah, you, okay. <laughs> and yeah screw you jeremy shaft
2: okay and yeah screw you jeremy shaft screw you espn screw you yeah. twitter <laughs> yeah dude and screw everybody that's like oh no no, no. The
1: Jugs don't deserve him. Trevor Lawrence is going to be
2: punked hey, hey, hey. if he goes well, there. I will say this, is that all the Jets fans should be happy that they're not going to get the number one pick because it means that Sam Darnold's going to stick around, and he's a god apparently, so you know.
1: Yeah, I don't know why Jets fans are so upset about not getting the number one pick anyway. All, all I've heard the last two seasons is how Sam Darnold's going to be the GOAT, and he's their GOAT, and... He's their franchise quarterback.
2: Potential. Just, he,
1: he just, he's loaded with potential. He just needs more help. He just needs more help. Well, bringing in Trevor Lawrence wouldn't help Sam Darnold. Like, you need receivers and O-line. You don't need another quarterback to help Sam Darnold.
2: Maybe a new coach. <laughs> yeah, get rid of Adam Gase. Dude. All right. We, we yeah, got to move on. Yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> You're good.
0: <laughs> You're good. That's- uh, that's the Eric Grant for the day. There you go. Um yeah, I'm gonna, gonna right, shut so, up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to uh to a different topic now. Uh the Miami Dolphins are in a weird situation where uh they basically need to win their playoff game or uh week seventeen game, basically a playoff game for them to to make it to the playoffs. And they have a quarterback dilemma like I've never even seen before at this point in this season with a, a honest uh, quarterback dilemma where some people would say to some people would say fits. Um, and it's crazy to me that, that they're in this situation to begin with because uh, normally you'd see this with like a bad team, but the dolphins are a 10 win team. And so for just to recap what happened uh, in the last game Tua was having a bad first half, he got benched and then Fitzpatrick came in and saved the day and had probably the play of the year when his face mask was being held and he threw a bomb pass that helped the Dolphins get a game winning field goal. Um, so he pass, was eat
2: uh, Gerard out Patrick Mahomes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was an absolute hero. Fitz, it Fitz magic again. Um, but right away, I will say this, whether you criticize the decision, um, whether you say they should have gone to fits or you agree with Tua, I think it's a good thing that Flores said immediately. We're going with Tua. He should have said immediately, we're going to Tua. We're going to fits right after the game because, uh, you don't want to let it linger. I don't think. Um, so he did make his <laughs> mind up quickly, which was good. But personally, if I was the head coach of the Dolphins and I was making the decision here, Tua is obviously the future. And uh, Fitzpatrick will probably be on another team next year. But I would have started Fitzpatrick only because it seems like the team is playing so much better with him when he's playing. And I know he's so tough to predict because he can play great or he can play really bad. Uh, But Tua hasn't really done a whole lot he's been a safe quarterback and he's I'm not saying two is a bust or anything but the way he's throwing right now is he's throwing too cautiously because he's used to um from being at Alabama when everybody's so wide open you can't miss them you can't miss uh, all those star receivers at Alabama like Judy Fury, Judy
2: and, and Henry Ruggs
0: <laughs> Judy Ruggs and then now Devonte Smith the Heisman candidate uh Jalen waddle and having Josh Jacobs and Najee Harris as your running backs and all those uh, offensive linemen, (laughs) I mean, it was just perfect for him um, at Alabama, but now in the NFL that there's a lot less separation between the receivers and corners and he just hasn't gotten used to um, being like, okay, this is enough space to throw it uh, safely. And Fitzpatrick's been around a long time. He knows that he knows, um, he knows the sort of things he's been in these moments before. So I would have gone with Fitzpatrick because I think he is on the better chance to win. And at this point in the season, it's not about, um, starting the young guys. It's about what do we need to do to win the game? So I would have gone with Fitz because I think he would have, he's more likely to win the game and Tua still might win the game. I hope for the dolphins he does, but, um, I would if I was reading for the Dolphins here, I would be more confident with Fitz starting. Nate, what about you? Fitz or Tua?
3: Yeah, I would I'm on on board with you here. I think I would probably go with Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point. Um I like, you know, Tua's showing some good signs, but I feel like he still has a little ways to go and it's not completely his fault. He had to come back from that. Uh Big injury didn't really play a whole lot or get to practice that much um, between his last game at Alabama and his start with the Dolphins. Um, I think it, he, it was good that he was able to get some experience and show what he's got. But I think um, the Dolphins are in playoff contention, which we didn't. I don't think any of us expected of them coming into the season. Uh, with them being in this spot, I think I would go with a you know um, guy with 14 years NFL experience to. Um, you will know, see what you can do rather than two at this point.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'll go to Connor next, because I know you said you were um, pretty torn between which one you would go with, but do you have an idea now?
2: Yeah, I kind of was torn, but after, like, really just kind of looking over everything, I would have to agree with you guys that they should go with Ryan Fitzpatrick, because, I mean, because I was looking at this coming into this game, because obviously, or this weekend, because obviously the AFC Playoff picture is like completely undecided right now. I mean, you've got five teams that are ten and five, and you know one loss in week seventeen. I mean, even that, like, just look at the Titans for example. They're sitting up at the four seed, but like if they lose and all these other teams win, then they're out. So it's just crazy to think that. And you know, the Dolphins do have obviously uh, they're not in the position that the Colts are in, where like you know the Colts don't control their destiny. They need someone to lose, but. Uh, for the Dolphins, they definitely, out of all the teams that are fighting next week, they have the toughest game out of all five of them. Because, like, the Ravens are playing the Bengals, which, I mean, you know, the Bengals did beat the Steelers, but I think that was more of the Steelers being really bad in that game. So, like, the Ravens get to play the Bengals. The Colts get to play the the Jaguars. Um, the Titans get to play the Texans. So, and and the Steelers, they're playing the Browns. Or the Browns are playing the Steelers, but the Browns are also at home in that game, which obviously, you know, isn't a huge deal this year. But I think it's still a little bit of an advantage. Um, And the Steelers, you know, which Steelers team is going to show up, right? But the Bills are like legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And the Dolphins are going to have to go in into Buffalo and beat them. So, um, and I think the biggest key for the Dolphins is that when Tua is in the lineup, yeah, he doesn't make mistakes, and, you know, he, even though he doesn't put up huge numbers, like, they're able to score enough points and they're able to rely on their defense enough to be able to win. But the thing is, out of these, like, games that they've been, out of the teams they've played against when Tua's been starting, um, even, like, mostly recently, I mean, playing against the Broncos, the Bengals, the Patriots, and, like, the Raiders last night, you know, they don't have to put up too many points in those games because those teams aren't very good. Like other than Kansas city, like playing Kansas city, that was obviously a good team, but those teams aren't very good. So you can kind of skate by again with not putting up very many points and relying on your defense, but the bills, I mean, Josh Allen is like, you know, had he maybe not had his little slump in the middle of the season, Josh Allen would be in the midst of the MVP talks with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Stefan Diggs is playing out of his mind. And the Bills' defense has really found themselves. So this isn't going to be a game, in my opinion, where you can get by by only scoring, like, 20 points. Like, the Dolphins are going to have to put up offense. And Tua has shown that he can't really put up the offense that needs to be put up. Whereas Fitzpatrick, you know, he's got that gunslinger, you know, I'm going to – like, he's got that same Brett Favre, Peyton Manning sort of mentality, like, that I'm going to throw it and I'm going to put up the yards and put up the offense and get points on the board – And I think that's what the Dolphins really need. And the other, probably the biggest reason for me, why I would go with Fitzpatrick is he's got the experience. You know, you talk about this isn't time to start the young guys. Well, Fitzpatrick's been in this situation before. Like, he's been in high-pressure situations, maybe not quite in the situation of I'm fighting for a playoff spot, but still, he's been in plenty of high-pressure situations, and he's not going to panic. He's not going to break down under pressure like Tua might, and obviously, you know, who's to say that Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't turn into crappy Ryan Fitzpatrick because there's always a possibility that ha- that happens, but it's not going to be because he he let the moment get to him. It's going to be because he's Ryan Fitzpatrick. So um, I think it'd be the logical choice to go with Fitzpatrick, and who knows? I mean, it could be a scenario just like this past week where Tua only ends up playing like the first half and then Fitzpatrick comes in, but um it's definitely a very unique situation that there's a quarterback controversy going on in week 17 with a team that's fighting for a playoff spot usually this is like either early in the season or if it is happening at this time of the season it's a team like the jets who are like two and 13 or something and just trying to figure out what's happening next year so crazy
0: <laughs> yeah uh eric uh who do you think should start for miami yeah, I
1: mean, I'm in agreement with you guys here. I I trust Fitzpatrick more than Tua at this point. I don't really know why they would go with Tua. I feel like Fitzpatrick's been more effective when he's been in there. And I, I really like the points that Connor made about what they're going up against. Like, you, you're not going to dink and dunk your way to a victory against the Bills. Like, they need someone who's going to be aggressive. And Fitzpatrick is definitely more aggressive. And like you guys said, he could go to the bad Ryan Fitzpatrick at any time, but you know when you're you know going all in trying to get into the playoffs here i'd rather I'd rather lose knowing that we gave it our best shot possible and took every chance possible to win the game than just be really conservative and lose because we wanted to play it safe you know i I'd say I say go all in and that's what they should do but that's all I have to say I guess <laughs>
0: yeah 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 well they're they're starting to T- us, sweet so to the point <laughs> we'll, we'll see yeah. if uh, we'll see if we're all wrong but I I do think um I do think it's good that he made the decision quick and didn't let it linger around like you know oh we'll yeah, look at the tape. I, I... you know like that because then yeah had, yeah I, I agree like um, yeah
2: and well obviously everyone's gonna be all like then this debate with I mean like obviously the debate's still gonna rage on but like you know at least for our sake you know and for the debate's sake like you know we can debate and talk all we want but the decisions aren't even made yeah. so i mean we can make our case for fitzpatrick but like you said it's already made yeah. i will say i'm surprised that we all agreed on this and the last thing i thought there'd be a little disagreement <laughs> <I know. laughs> but uh, especially on this but i'm surprised we all agreed
0: <laughs> yeah i was a little torn like you but at but then i i started to think about it and like fitz does give him a better chance to win i think but it is tough to, because two is the future, and, you know, it's rare you see a rookie quarterback start and then in the same year get uh, benched, so we'll see. Um, now we'll move on to the final lockboard of the season, though. Uh, week 17 of the lockboard, and the standings right now, first we'll take a look at last week. Nate won the week. Um, a lot of red, a lot of... uh a lot of shots at the, the dartboard from pretty far back uh, with some of these picks. But um, Nate, go ahead and share the correct pick that you had that was able to win you the week.
3: Yeah. So I kind of whiffed on my um, uh, basketball pick. Uh, my my uh, Colts pick was almost right and Pittsburgh pulled out of the end, but I did get uh, Cincinnati uh, Bengals over the Houston Texans, which, Um, was nicely so the five point um, play there and it was kind of a rough week for everyone else really for all of us overall so um, five points was enough to win the week so (laughs) that was (laughs) pretty nice I guess
0: yeah yeah five points won the week Um, Eric and I each got three points so we had one three-pointer be correct for us and then Connor got zero points
2: and Thanks, another, Fitzpatrick. Another <laughs> close loss. Yep, Ryan Fitzpatrick. God, um... <laughs> I was like, that was hard, man, because I was thinking to myself, like, you know, when, I, I mean, I thought the Dolphins were going to win before that, but then, like, the Raiders drove down, and they got the touchdown. I was like, yes, like, you know, only 19 seconds left, like, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. then that happened, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what? Ha- I mean, first <laughs> of all, oh. I will say the Raiders kind of made a, uh, a bit of a defensive gaffe like kind of like the Jets did in that game against them where they called like the you know zero blitz on the Hail Mary Mm -hmm. but like the Raiders were playing cover two on like with 19 seconds left it's like why are you playing cover two like you're not especially when the Dolphins had no timeouts like they're not gonna be running any like comeback routes or crossing routes like that's not gonna happen like just play cover four and because that's what happened on that play was the corner like you know he dropped into cover two like he only dropped back about six or seven yards and then stopped. so then Matt Collins just ran right past him. It's like, why aren't you playing cover four when like you know they're gonna be going deep so you know maybe i I think, gone, I think they should have gone
0: I think they should have gone for the touchdown um
2: yeah, I, yeah. oh, oh you, yeah yeah. I, yeah, I thought that was <laughs> stupid too actually, I should say that like I was happy yeah. that they got that, but like you know. I mean, it was third down, and they, like, went and, like, decided they were going to kick the field goal. It's like, why not just hand it off to Josh Jacobs one more time? Like, you know, I, I
0: don't know. You, you never know with kickers, too. Like, he could have He did miss He, he, point, he almost right? missed
2: it, too. He,
0: he missed an extra point, too, in the game. Um, yeah, no, I'd
2: suck. So. Listen, I'd, I need to be the <laughs> Raiders defensive coordinator, though. But that was rough, because especially yeah. after I saw that, like, the Mavericks lost by like only lost by four. And that was a close game. And then obviously the Rams later, you know, didn't do very good against the Seahawks. I was like, man, I'm really wishing that would have gone the other way because maybe <laughs> then I wouldn't be in the hole I'm in right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's go over the current standing. So I'm still in first place with 67 points. Connor's in second place with 67 points behind me. Eric is in third with 55, 12 points behind me. And then Nate is uh, 19 points behind me with 48 points. Officially eliminated Nate, but um, you know, you can still, for pride, make these picks, obviously. Yeah. Um, always <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as, a, as the way we always do it, Connor will get the first pick this time because he had zero points last week. And then I will draft second, Eric drafts third, Nate drafts fourth. So, let's go and look. Uh, we do have bowl games available and some NBA games and, of course, all the NFL games as well. So uh, with the first pick, Connor, do you know where you're going?
2: Yeah, this is an easy pick for me. Uh, I need the five-pointers, and there actually are a lot of good five-pointers this week, but I, uh, this is no question for me. I am going to take the Tar Heels over the Texas A&M Aggies.
0: Yeah, I figured you might do that. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, cool. Your uh,
2: your typing thing is going on speed on good speed today. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I don't have. I have a nice functional desktop computer, not a crappy dying laptop. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Um, so I'm drafting
0: second, and I'm gonna follow Connor's lead on the five pointers because I know the good ones are gonna fly this week. So I'm gonna take the Cincinnati Bearcats to be Georgia. Um. I just think Cincinnati has so much more to play for than Georgia uh, in this game. And quite honestly, I think they're the better team. So to see a spread that high, I was kind of surprised by. Um, I'll turn it over now to Eric uh, for his next pick. I figured this one would
1: be gone. I'm not going to complain, though, obviously. I'm going to take the I need, obviously. I have to... Unfortunately, for me to have any chance to win, I have to take all five-pointers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my odds are not very good here, but I'm going to start with the Steelers over the Browns. That's a three-pointer, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's a three-pointer right now.
1: Man, I know we've been doing this all season, but I thought seven points was... It's over seven.
0: It's seven in, it's um to seven and a half. Oh my god. Okay. Trust, well. trust, trust, <laughs> me, trust me, dude, that would have been my first I've done first
2: that before. Pick. That would that's have what been my I been like. five like, point. Why aren't
1: they taking the Steelers over the Browns? Like
2: Yeah, gonna, no, yeah, no, dude, that would have been my first because I saw that <laughs> and I was like, How in the world are the Browns favored by seven? Like after the Steelers beat the Colts and the Browns lost to the Jets, like how? <laughs> oh
1: man, okay. Well that puts a <laughs> a little bit of a damper on
2: <laughs> the like, edit that, that out, edit
1: that out. Got all excited that I was getting that. Uh maybe we can negotiate that next year. <laughs> yeah, um, afraid, but... crap. Okay. Well I guess uh um man I, I'm a little flustered by that if you haven't noticed. So. <laughs> <laughs> jesus okay um all right i don't really think this is going to happen but i guess i'm going to take uh
0: colorado over texas and the college okay i think that's the best uh five point left um as well that that's something i that would be iron um nate you're up now uh last pick in the fourth round uh Five corners getting hit hard here, but um, yeah. no, you you can do whatever you want really since you don't have uh, anything to play for. But
3: that's true, yeah. I um I had my eye on that Cincinnati pick. I, I wish um Jeremy <laughs> Shatt would uh, run our draft order here. I could have had <laughs> <laughs> the first pick <game> and gotten that. <laughs> but um, with that um, being off the board, I don't like a whole lot of the other matchups. I think those two playoff games are going to be blowouts. Um, so. I think I'm going to go to the NFL and take um, uh, Kansas City over the Chargers. I know Chad Henney's starting, but I mean, Chad, I don't know. Chargers had a <laughs> time all year.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. And now back to the second round. Connor's got the next pick. All right. Let's see here.
2: Um, really? You know, if it had not been for how bad Justin Fields played last week, I probably would have taken the Ohio State over Clemson game. But um, he played pretty bad last week. So I am going, to, and I don't have any faith in Ole Miss anymore after the way they blew that game <laughs> against LSU. I figured. <laughs> um, so I am going to take the Houston Texans over the Tennessee Titans. All right.
0: Texans over Titans there. I'm back up with the next pick. Hmm. I'm eyeing the NBA, but I, I didn't I haven't picked any NBA picks this year. Yeah.
2: So thanks like for Zach's sake, he doesn't have to take all five points. No,
0: no, I don't. That's why I'm looking at three pointers, because I already got one five-pointer. I think that's all <laughs> I'll need. Um
2: I don't have to either, but I think two is a. Uh, I need it. Actually, zero.
0: actually, actually, I forgot about this one. Um, I'm going to go Auburn over Northwestern um, in college. This is just a traditional SEC is better than the Big Ten. I don't care what the records are. I don't Get care, Albert. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, Mark. Auburn's winning, um, so that's going to be my pick. Um, Eric, it's up to you now. Hopefully. Uh, you know, the way things work now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I
1: don't, I just forgot about that half the difference. I just thought it was seven. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I, I don't know. It's crazy because it's the final week of the season. I can't believe yeah. I made that mistake. Like <laughs> what isn't it? It's like different with the NBA too. Like the NBA at like, six. It's, yeah. See, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, it. I got confused there, but Anyway, uh, as we've all pretty much agreed, the five-point games that are remaining are pretty bad. But uh, So, I'm going for it, though. Jacksonville Jaguars to sweep <laughs> the Colts
0: and knock them out of the playoffs. I figured somebody <laughs> would take that. Uh... Definitely wasn't so. gonna be me. So this is definitely
1: not a prayer or anything. This is, you know, <laughs> belief in my team.
0: <laughs> All right. So Nate, you've got the the next pick here in the second round. All right. So I am gonna
3: take a college pick this time and go with uh Florida Gators over
0: Oklahoma. Yeah. First. The Florida linebacker guaranteed to win, I think so. Yep. <laughs> <It's happening. laughs> <Hopefully> he's right. <laughs> uh, all right. So back up to Connor now for round uh, three. This is the last official round
2: and we'll have the wild card in case yeah. any are canceled. Well, as much as, cause yeah, I don't have to take another five pointer. So, um, as much as I would love to take the Steelers over the Browns, um, because obviously I'm going to be rooting for the Steelers to win that game. I just don't know what Steelers team going to show up in that game, and I feel like that a much safer pick this week, especially due to some injuries because the spread hasn't changed, would be the Cardinals over the Rams.
0: Yeah. Definitely can see that happening. You're putting me in a tough situation there because I want the Cardinals to win. <laughs> <laughs> So you and Eric are both uh, hurting me with my rooting interests. Even Nate. Well, <laughs> well Nate doesn't matter. But um... sorry. Relax. not like that
2: low-key, subtle diss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Zach, where were the goofy dragon memes this week? <laughs> yeah. Alright. <laughs> um, let's see here.
0: All right, I think I'm gonna do it. just because I'm in the lead. I'm, and this one point might potentially cause a tie. I'm gonna take uh, Alabama to beat Notre Dame. Book it. I <laughs> was gonna <laughs> take Notre Dame. You
1: suck. <laughs> no, I
2: wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know the I know the five point options aren't great, but uh, that one's probably the worst one. So,
1: yeah, yeah. You, know, you know my belief in Notre Dame. Uh, over alabama is bad when i had two other chances to pick them and i didn't and i still wouldn't yeah, have even if i had, had a chance like, <laughs> you know?
2: um
1: well obviously i need another five-pointer i was hoping there'd be an nba five-pointer available i was disappointed there uh so i just have to pretty much take my, the last prayer i have left and um I don't want this to happen, but and I don't think it will, but I'm going to take Ohio State
2: to beat Clemson. Oh man. Can can there just be like you know, I'm not a big fan of Notre Dame, but like can there be some Godly thing that happens that where Notre Dame beats Alabama and then wins the CFP because, like, I am so tired of being <laughs> Alabama and Clemson. Like, oh, and I, no. and I don't want it to be Ohio State either. Like, uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Nate, you are the last pick now in this third round, and we'll go to the bonus round.
3: All right, um, let's see what we got here. Obviously, doesn't really matter a whole lot. Um, but I think I'm going to go with, um, shoot, I really don't like a whole lot of these NFL games that are left. Um, I think I'll, yeah, actually, you know what? I'll go with, um, Philly over Washington. Sounds like a good. Okay. I thought you were going to go with the (laughs) Bears. Oh yeah, (laughs) no. I'd like to, uh, (laughs) that's certainly
2: going to be an interesting game if uh, depending on who's a quarterback in that game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, Connor, you are the first wild card pick here. So (sighs) well, now that it's my wild card pick, um, Steelers over Browns. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. I've got Connor. (laughs) what
2: said what a steal connor (laughs) i mean you know who's to who's to say if that unc game actually happens so
0: yeah you never know um i'm gonna go with mine i'll pick an nba game just to say i've done it i will pick (laughs) um boston over indiana go celtics (laughs) i I feel like that's a
1: pretty safe pick, honestly i'm
0: if, if I could have picked
1: three pointers, I would have done. Definitely... Yeah. If this, yeah, yeah. If, if this has been like a normal week, yeah. yeah th- there's so many picks I would have made if I didn't have to, <laughs> to five pointers. Like I, this is it sucks for me because I feel like out of all the three point options, this has been like the best week of three point options in a yeah. while. And I know it's like it's I can't like, pick any of them. <laughs> I
2: know it's crazy. Like in any other week, like you know, if this was a normal week, I would really consider that Arizona over the Rams want to steal, but like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> okay, Eric, you've got the...
0: This could, this will be your last pick in the lock board. assuming yeah, there's no well,
1: ties. To, <laughs> even if That's... one of my five-point games gets canceled, I still need a five-point game to replace it.
2: So <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the
1: Bengals to be the Ravens.
2: <laughs> Boy, that, I would love that if somehow... The Ravens got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> so like, i like, actually be rooting for me to get that one since it like... probably won't even count for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, I'd like for the Browns to be out too, but if I had a choice between those two teams, I definitely would want the Ravens out first. So, <laughs> Makes all right. Makes and Nate,
0: you get to make the last pick in the lock board this year. So, the last one right. goes to you, Nate. What, what will it be? <laughs>
2: Oh
3: boy! Maybe, you pick, um, maybe see, since I, you're
2: like out of it, you should pick something like totally outrageous. Although, the, <laughs> although the Notre Dame one already got taken. So I've pretty much <laughs> taken all of the. I've pretty much taken all the outrageous ones.
3: So. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's the most um, <laughs> the most outrageous one on the board this week. But if I had to go second most outrageous, I'm gonna go with two teams that I know absolutely nothing about. I'm gonna take Ball State to upset uh san jose state in yep. uh whatever <laughs> bowl game they're playing this week Boiler,
0: perfect season i gotta yes. say san jose state <laughs> they helped me out a couple weeks ago they they beat boise state i'm a fan i'll be rooting for uh, them next right. game. um shout out to the spartans um all right so that's gonna end the lockboard guys uh <laughs> assuming there's no ties this is what the final lockboard will be um if there is a tie we'll get to that next week and it'll be a big deal but um hopefully that doesn't happen and hopefully the standings just stay the way they are Let's actually
2: just... i will say <clears throat> the only possible ties would be eric actually because if i were to win there'd be no ties since i'm down by 7 i'm down by an odd number yeah um, but like uh, if eric but if yeah. eric got all of his picks right Well, if if you
0: got a five and a three, Connor, and I just got my only one. Oh,
2: that's right. I didn't. Oh,
1: yeah. Safe pick.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If
1: Zach gets a safe safe pick, if Connor gets a five and a three, and if I get all of mine. (laughs) Well, actually, no. Because if I get all of mine, no, for for that, you, i give me for, seventy. Yeah, yeah. For so for you to be,
2: for there to be a tie between you and Zach, you'd have to get all of them right, and Zach would have to get the Auburn one right. That's right. That's right. I and mean, and there's no three-way tie. And also, Notre Dame would have to beat Alabama. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll we do this that. as a
0: lock draft.
2: I will lock that. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> this is the lock of all locks in this draft. Um, all right so we'll, we'll get we'll get back next week and we'll uh we'll see how these all turn out but in the meantime we'll talk about the college football playoffs here at the end and we've been joking about it we all know we're all picking Alabama to win the game but with the 19 and a half spread I guess we'll just go around the table and just say who would you pick with the spread uh because that would make it more interesting I personally would still go Alabama um they tend to win in blowout fashion they don't uh they, I think they would cover the spread, and Notre Dame against Clemson just looks so bad, and Alabama's essentially the same level as Clemson is. So, uh, give me give me Alabama <laughs> minus nineteen and a half in a college football playoff game. <laughs> uh, what are you going with for final score? Uh, final score, I'll go forty-eight to seventeen. So fair, seems fair. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to
1: say 49 to 10 so that's was pretty close to mine. <laughs> Notre Dame actually, no I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll be
1: I'll be rooting for Notre Dame to win the game, but I just don't see how yeah. it could happen.
0: All right, I guess uh Connor, you can go next with a uh, score and a uh, does Notre Dame cover? Yeah,
2: um no, Notre Dame's not going to cover. Um I probably am going to go along the same lines as Eric, but I'm going to say it's going to be um, forty nine to twenty one. So I'll give Notre Dame three touchdowns. Okay. One of them, one of them being garbage time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. All um, right, uh, um, Nate. What about you? Uh,
0: do, do the Fighting Irish? Do they fight? No. no <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go, I'll
3: take forty nine seventeen as well. They're not going to cover, and um, Bama's going to be way too fast for them. I think. I'll probably get touchdown and maybe a field goal in garbage time, but... Yeah. Actually, they'll actually get the field goal in the
0: first quarter, and then the second and third quarter they'll get zero points, and then the fourth quarter they'll get 14. That's what I see.
3: That's, that'd be my <laughs> bet, too. <laughs> so,
0: so, yeah. Not, not too much entertaining. Sorry uh, if anyone listening to this is a Notre Dame fan. Uh. <laughs> I mean, they, if they win, oh my God, we're going to look like such fools. For I think it. everybody's going to look like fools, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: Vegas themselves has Notre yeah. Dame nineteen point underdogs, so yeah. <laughs> it would be it'd be a shock. Um, I feel like the let's... Jets beating the Rams, <laughs>
0: <laughs> even even crazier than that. But um let's talk about the game that's actually going to be interesting to watch in the college football playoffs, and that's going to be a rematch of last year's semifinal: Ohio State and Clemson, Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields, Part Two the rivalry of both Georgia high school quarterbacks and the rivalry, potentially Jaguars and Jets in the future. Um, these guys will always be linked together. Kind of like Archie three and Andrew Luck were, um, Mariota and Jameis Winston. The these two will even always, even more rather... so these
2: guys though, because of the fact that, like they've yeah. been playing each other and whatnot. That's true. Like... Like, that's true. Cause like wow. I know, I mean, like when you look at like Mariota and Winston, like Florida State and Oregon, like they only did they they played each other once. And did they play? Yeah, at they Winston?
0: did. They did once. I think. Yeah, right? but it's
2: like I don't think Baylor and Stanford ever played each other. So yeah. like even more so with these guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: So these these guys will always be remembered for being compared to each other in the pros and and which one will be better and that sort of thing. Um. So obviously Lawrence beat him last year but that game was super close. And honestly, I was rooting for Clemson, but the referees kind of screwed Ohio state over. I'll admit that And Ohio state, I think really should have won the game, but Clemson had some miracle plays by Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think uh, obviously Cle- I'm picking Clemson to win the game. I do think it'll be really close though. And I think both teams will, I I, th- I do think field is going to have a bounce back game. Um, I I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was in the Northwestern game. I think Lawrence will be even better though. Um, But this is going to be a great game to watch. I think it's going to come down to the end. I think Clemson wins probably uh, by a touchdown. Um, But I do think this is going to be a really close game back and forth. Um, And I wouldn't be so shocked if Ohio State wins um, because I do think field's does want that revenge um but the thing is also too this is what's giving me worry for Clemson is Dabo Sweeney's comments about how he had Ohio State ranked 11th and he wouldn't um change it and stuff that's I wouldn't have done that just because that's going to give them so much more extra motivation uh that the opposing coach that's not a Belichick like thing (laughs) You know, Belichick, Belichick would be, oh, they're so good. They're so good. We got to beat them, you know, they're they got so many good players. But the fact that he ranked them 11th, it's super disrespectful, I think. Um, So I think Ohio State will early on use that as a little bit of an advantage for them. So I don't like those comments for going for Clemson. But I do have Clemson winning by like a touchdown or so. Connor, what about you?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I guess I'll start with, yeah, I don't, I think those comments were not a good idea, even though I probably agree with them, just because I don't think Ohio State should have been allowed in, but um, yeah, that's definitely going to give Ohio State extra motivation, but I'd probably give this to Clemson by two touchdowns, um, just because I think Clemson's a better team than they were last year, like, because, I mean, the one loss that they had, even though last year they were undefeated at this point, like, you know, they've only had one loss this year, and that was without Trevor Lawrence against Notre Dame, and it was an mm-hmm. overtime too. So at Notre Dame. So pretty much everything to like look at it as not really that big of a deal in terms of a loss. Um, so as I say I just think they're a better team like this year because last year, you know, they had that game against UNC. And I think they had a game against Syracuse, too, where they had a bit of a scare, Mm -hmm. where, like, people were questioning them, like, oh, is this Clemson, and Trevor Lawrence wasn't looking like himself, and they were like, man, you know, is this, like, you know, is Clemson going to be this, like, you know, no one ever questioned that they were going to make the college football playoff just because the ACC was so bad last year, but... You know, it was going to be one of those questions like, you know, they were going to be like the Notre Dame of this year. Like, are they going to be the team in the playoff that like just ends up getting blown out because they're just pretenders? But you didn't hear any of that talk this year. Like Clemson, they were, you know, obviously Alabama was they've been the number one team. And I think they're probably the consensus best team right now. But Clemson is definitely not that far behind them. And Trevor Lawrence is still in the Heisman race, even though he, you know, missed a couple of games. It's pretty much between him uh fields and kyle trask right now with like you know mac jones has a possibility to get it and stuff like that but um yeah so i just i just think they're a better team and also the way that justin fields he did not have a good game at all against northwestern um that should have been honestly an easy win for them i was surprised at how close it was so um i'd probably have to give it to clemson by four by two touchdowns uh nate what about you (laughs)
3: Yeah, this uh, definitely a tricky one for me because it's like we haven't seen, you know, obviously a whole lot of Ohio State, you know, compared to um the rest of these guys that haven't really been pushed, I would say, by any teams, but um so Clemson's by far the toughest team of to, to play this year. I think um I think right now I'd be more confident picking Clemson. I think um, overall he got more talent. Um, you know, I guess talent's probably roughly equal, but Offensively, they got all kinds of speed and space. And obviously, they have Trevor Lawrence, who I think is a much better um, overall player than Justin Fields. Um, yeah, I like Clemson to win by—I would give them a couple touchdowns. I'm trying to think what score—I think it's going to be high scoring for sure. Probably, I would say something like 35 to maybe—35-24 t- sounds really good in my head. I don't know why I just have a <laughs> kind of feeling about that. But I think um Clemson's gonna be a little bit too much for Ohio State to handle. They haven't, you know, really been in a game with any kind of team that can uh, match them score for score. And I think Clemson's got a little bit better uh defensive talent, you know, speed wise, uh to match up with Ohio State than anyone they've seen this year. So um it'll be a lot more competitive than the Notre Dame uh game, but I think um Clemson's gonna get the better of Ohio State
0: yeah if honestly if it's anything like uh, the game that they had last year it's going to be a really great game to watch because that game last year was was I remember watching it. it was uh huge comeback by Clemson and you never really I when I was watching it I never really thought Clemson was out out of it even when they were down by like 14 uh, just because of Trevor Lawrence so we'll see if Clemson maybe has to have another comeback or maybe this time field has to come back but Either way it'll be a good one to watch. Um and yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy football this weekend and these bowl games. And that's gonna wrap this up, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed the rants by Eric earlier. They were fun to listen to. <laughs> um and until yeah, then, if I, I guess, a,
1: again, if I got a little long winded, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, guys. <laughs> and
0: this will be the last time you guys hear from us in twenty twenty, and we'll be back uh, In twenty twenty one. Goodbye, twenty
2: twenty. No one likes you.
0: (laughs) Seriously. All right, guys. Until then, peace out and be clutch. Bye. See ya.